Welcome to this segment from J Revolution. We are a non-profit evangelism and discipleship organization aiming to evangelize and disciple the lost, as well as help believers deepen their relationship and intimacy with God. We hope that you will be greatly blessed by this segment taken from our J Revolution Neogenesis program. How do you receive him, this indescribable gift? I am sure that you will agree with me that having this relationship is essential for any person who is a child of God. God knows that you need this relationship, so he gives you his Holy Spirit. He himself is searching for people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. The world cannot receive the Spirit because they cannot see him or begin to know or understand him. But you can know him because he is given to those who believe in Christ. So what do you have to do? If you have prayed the salvation prayer after completing chapter 1, then your spirit would have been reborn and regenerated and you would have access to a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It is then a case of developing it and walking in it. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 says, Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repentance is an important step before receiving the Holy Spirit. You have to believe in Jesus. You need to have accepted Christ into your life first before being able to walk with the Holy Spirit. How to walk in the Spirit. To walk in the Holy Spirit is to live in moment-by-moment -moment dependency upon Him, being sensitive to His voice and being obedient to Him. Being filled with the Holy Spirit means you are totally submitted to Him. It means to obey the initial inner promptings of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God in you clearly talks to your spirit with strong inclinations and promptings with guidance on how to live. If we ignore these inner promptings, then we are being disobedient. If you struggle to understand how to hear from him, the best way we can describe it is like this. It is almost a strong gut feeling or inner sense of something. For example, you could be driving and have a strong feeling that for some reason you should take another route home rather than the one you would usually take. This could be a way that the Spirit could be warning you of danger. Or you could constantly have someone on your mind with a heavy feeling. This could be the Holy Spirit telling you to pray for him or her and or to get in touch with them to check if everything is okay. It could be that you read a scripture and suddenly it comes alive to you and you begin to understand how you need to apply that scripture to your life personally. Starting to listen to these inner promptings is how you start walking according to the Spirit. And if you practice doing this, His voice and promptings will get clearer and stronger over time. Baptism in the Holy Spirit there is a difference between your spirit man being reborn and infilled with the Spirit 
and baptism of the Holy Spirit. John Piper describes baptism of the Holy Spirit in this way. I think the essence of being baptized with the Holy Spirit is when a person who is already a believer receives extraordinary spiritual power for Christ-exalting ministry. John Piper Baptism in the Holy Spirit is an overflowing and empowering of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 3 verse 16 says, John answered and said to them all, As for me, I baptize you with water, but one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. John chapter 1 verse 33 says, I did not recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, He upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 19 verses 1 to 7 says, It happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus and found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No, we have not even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in him who was coming after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking with tongues and prophesying. There were in all about twelve men. Receiving Extraordinary Power for Ministry The essence of being baptized with the Holy Spirit is when a person who is already a believer receives extraordinary spiritual power for Christ-exalting ministry. Luke chapter 24 verse 49 says, And behold, I am sending forth the promise of my Father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Therefore, baptism with the Holy Spirit is a matter of empowerment. He told them in Luke chapter 24 verse 47 that they are to preach to all the nations. And the point of Luke chapter 24 verse 49 is that we cannot do that with the greatest success unless we are clothed with power from God. That is, unless we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. How to receive baptism of the Holy Spirit People can pray for you to receive baptism in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is usually administered by people praying for you, but it is not always the case. Acts chapter 9 verse 17 says, So Ananias departed and entered the house, and after laying his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you were coming, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Normally, someone will pray for you and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Again, this is not always the case. Peter was speaking to a group of people and the Holy Spirit had fallen upon them. Acts chapter 11 verse 15 says, And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them just as he did upon us at the beginning. It is by faith you ask, 
and you ask in faith and believe that you can and will receive the Holy Spirit. God the Father has sent his Holy Spirit to mature us into his image and likeness and to lead us as sons of God. You cannot receive that which you don't believe in. Galatians chapter 3 verse 2 says, This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the words of the law or by hearing with faith? Galatians chapter 3 verse 14 says, In order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. We are not once off but continually filled. The disciples of Jesus understood you needed this relationship and infilling consistently in your life, being continually filled with the Spirit. Acts chapter 13 verse 52 says, And the disciples were continually filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 says, Have tasted the heavenly gift and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit. Can the Holy Spirit be restricted in your life? The Holy Spirit is sensitive and a gentleman and will not continue to speak to you or work through you if you make no attempt at a relationship with him or if you consistently ignore his leading. Luke 12.10 says, And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him. We are asked to not do certain things that could restrict his work in our lives as it is possible to grieve the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4.30 says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Your flesh is in opposition to the Spirit, and you need to know and understand that, and most importantly, be careful of it. 1 Thessalonians 5.19 says, do not quench the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. When you look at this picture, it won't take you long to see that it is an apple tree. You know it because of its fruit, right? But what if I showed you a picture of a tree without fruit? Would you know what type of tree it was? Probably not. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. People can recognize the Holy Spirit's work in you when the fruit starts to be seen in your life. You will start to develop and display certain characteristics of the Holy Spirit. We refer to this as the fruit of the Spirit. You will see these characteristics mentioned in a passage of scripture in Galatians that we will look at shortly. For example, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As the fruit of the Spirit develops in your life, you will become more Christ-like and display His character. What's important to understand, though, is that you cannot display the fruit of the Spirit without a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5, 22-26 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. 
Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. The Gifts of the Spirit The gift that keeps on giving. The Holy Spirit also gives gifts to us. He knows and understands that we need to have these gifts to build up and encourage one another within the church, the body of Christ. We each have gifts according to the distribution of the Holy Spirit. That means you also have gifts within you, which are given to you by the Holy Spirit. You didn't do anything to receive them, and they are not earned. He knows your purpose and destiny and will give you the right gifts accordingly. It's important to remember gifts are given to you for others. 1 Corinthians 12 verses 7 to 11 says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. Let us summarize the gifts of the Holy Spirit again. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith, the gift of healings, the working of miracles, the discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, the interpretation of tongues. We are not going to discuss the gifts in detail, but part of your homework this week is to go to www.bibleknowledge.com and to read up and study about the different gifts of the Spirit. Many people seek the gifts of the Spirit, but you should always primarily seek the fruit of the Spirit. Without the fruit of the Spirit, your character will not be able to handle the gifts of the Spirit. We hope that you have been enjoying the J Revolution Neo Genesis series this far. J Revolution NPC is a registered non-profit organisation and runs on the support and donations of friends and partners. If this programme has helped you in any way and you would like to help us reach more people, you can find more details on how to partner with us on www.jrevolution.net. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope you enjoyed this segment from our J Revolution Neogenesis program. For access to our full program and other free resources we have available to help you deepen your relationship with God, visit us at www.jrevolution.net.
Bye.